special guest with me, calling all the way from the ATL with my imaginary um, studio audience. tickles me and I'll say it now but super dope to me but I just want to know how did you get into singing was it at church was it at a school talent show like tell me about that well keep in mind that I am in the South yes. I am in Georgia that's the Bible though right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in the South you go to church Absolutely. that's what you do my mother happens to be a piano player as a matter of fact she was playing the piano at church and had to leave the church to birth What? So, um, so yeah, um, I've been around music pretty much all my life. Between my dad playing records, my mom playing stuff, my mom playing the piano, being in choir, being at the practices when she did choir, being a child of a piano player. Guess what? I'm in the children's choir. Right. Afterwards, um, a little time later, I was in the Atlanta Boys Choir. And um, have done praise and worship teams and choirs since then, done a couple of projects. And um, so music has always been there, been consistent. When people have been inconsistent, when emotions have been inconsistent, when money has been inconsistent, music has always been there. It's like music is a soundtrack to life. Mm-hmm, it really is. And so I, I just, what I'm doing now is just trying to get people into my soundtrack, my life. So you understand what's going on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what? That's pretty dope. And then moving right along, but wait, I want you to shout out um your fraternity because I love Greek life and that is a um a regurt that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say this. In nineteen eleven, November, the greatest fraternity in the world. Say it. Was founded. All right. The Omega Psi Phi Fraternity. All right. Those of you that know us, well, might refer to us 
Just like um, future Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I really do. Like the Cali thing. Like, I just love how she'll come off a plane and some chucks. Like, that's what we do. She like, Killer Cali. But you know what? Like, I'm supporting her all the way. Just smart women in general she's fighting for women equality women pay to be equal and just okay well we about to go left i don't really want to talk about politics and making it about you <laughs> but anywho um okay so you have to fly on the vice presidential debate right <laughs> 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 man okay shoot but you have a song called Drippin'. What was your inspiration for this song, Tramel? It wasn't about dressing. It was more about undressing. Okay. We well, right. talking about the drip that you roll through in the mall and the club and all that. All right. We're talking about the drip that comes from a woman that's totally turned on. Like, mentally, she's, you got her. Jackie underscore Peppa, and I'll be posting my shows on 
Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Y'all already know I'm on Spotify and Anchor, so hit us up. How are we doing today, thing? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so I know you've been um, grinding in this industry for a while, as so have I. So we have a lot of commonality. Uh, what are the pros and cons for you in the industry? Yeah, one of the things is, is called, it's almost like a fraternity in and of itself. Mm-hmm. They have different circles, and it's about like you can either try to get accepted into a circle, or you can create your own. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't have a problem working for certain things, but it's like at, at a certain point in time, you get tired of reaching for approval of people. Right. I see things one way. Um, creativity comes in many forms. So just because I do it the way I don't do it the way you do it does not mean anything. It's all a matter of being able to find your audience. So what I love about it is it allows me to be me. I can be creative. I can be weird. I can be unique. I can be, you know, eccentric. However you want to turn it, I can be who I am. Whereas in on a regular nine to five, your success is attributed to how well you can assimilate. So it's not even all about being smart, creative. Sometimes it's about being um, just following orders and doing what you're told to do in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. So like that's what I love about music. And potentially the payoff for music is how much grind you put into. Right. So by day I'm a physical therapist. Um, and so whether I see five patients or fifteen because I work for a company, I make the same amount of money. So you can end up being not very inspired or, um, or so, so music is like, it's almost like I love big challenges. When it came to going to physical therapy school, it was like everybody could tell me how hard it was. And the fact that I had never seen a black physical therapist mm-hmm. up until the day I looked in the mirror when I graduated mm-hmm. was almost a deterrent of itself. But the fact that people kept trying to tell me how hard it was Maybe I should consider other things with the very thing that drew me to it. When they talk about Pledge and Q, oh, that's hard. They really whoop it. You know, they do this. Give me that. Right. And so it's like I've reached where I wanted to professionally with my job. Um, I've been a clinic director at a number of clinics. I've uh, been ranked nationally with different companies. I've had the big numbers in the big clinics in these companies. And it's like, it's just another challenge for me. And it's something I feel like is worth the work the real worth the award of the payoff. So that's what music is to me. It's an opportunity for me to be so great at something mm-hmm. and being myself at it that no one else can do it and that the hustle may be worth all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I miss your face. <laughs> I know that was super random. Oh, man. <laughs> You know what? 21, I'm traveling. I'm going to just have to be super um, protected, have like three, four masks on, cover my hair because I don't want to in my hair. If anybody has it and they breathe in on my hair, I just feel some type of wet. And I don't understand what's wrong with people. Dude, you know we're in the middle of an epidemic. Why are you on my shoulder behind me? Back up. Oh. I don't, don't let people talk know. To me without you. <laughs> Look, don't, don't come to me with your nose hanging out your, your mask. Don't pull your mask down when you're talking to me. You know what? You know like, what that is? Right, you, 
You know what? Right now. We're gonna have a problem. You know what I call that? That's a dick nose. Like, do not <laughs> let your dick nose hang out. Okay? Because that no 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 that just bothers me. But um <laughs> oh happy for anniversary. You didn't even hear me. I said happy for anniversary. Oh no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so so Right, yeah, because y'all stay really be tripping. I'll be looking at y'all like, what? Okay, but I'm in California and we might as well be a southern state because <laughs> we cannot get it together on top of fires and earthquakes. So, I'm just, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. But anyway, I'm going to come down there and I'm going to see you next year for sure. Definitely. What you saying? That's lovely. Shoot. <laughs> that gummits. But um, I'll show you whatever part of the city are still open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can just drive by it. I'll take pictures from inside the car. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, and then oh yeah, I gotta post a video when y'all okay, so we met at the Steve Harvey show and I did a little video and um I was going back and forth and they played um y'all song, y'all theme song of Tommy oh, Dog. Tommy and you know George Clinton is now officially a Yeah, I saw that along with um Anthony no Anderson. Dog, and uh wait, who's oh uh, uh, um who um, I'm looking right at his face. Um oh my goodness, I'm having a brain fart. The king of comedy. Don't even worry about it. Okay. You don't care. Oh, I ain't worried about it. Okay, so um, do you have any virtual shows that you are going to do? I have something coming up. It's, I think it's called More Than Music or something to that effect. Um, it's coming up in a couple weeks where I will actually perform two or three songs. I haven't figured out if I'm doing two or three at this point, but it's, all, it's very close to what's called, almost like a, um, a club event. So... It's a crew-only event, so you're keeping with the safety guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, the performance track plays in the beginning, and by the second verse, the live band picks up. And so it's like an unplugged type of thing. Okay. So, okay, that's what's up. So like. that's coming up. It'll be recorded in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure exactly when, it's, when they're going to put the content out, but that will be done okay. uh, shortly. That's what's up. That is um, what's up. I said as far as right now, because I'm trying to avoid a whole anything that I know is going to be crowded. Right. I'm trying to avoid it. So, um, we're still limited in that capacity, but whatever I can find that I feel safe in, you know. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Maybe I don't even know how or what, but do like a little concert series type something. And 
do it on Zoom? I don't know. The logistics will have to be worked out. But we got to get you out there. Because I love your music. And other people have to get exposed to it as well. I'm just... Well, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And it's been a journey. Like, people understand, like, you're never good at something when you first do it. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So you can be a great singer, but going from singing in a choir to going in a studio and recording, that's different. Two different um, things. It's, it's a different thing. You, know, you get used to a mic, you get used to hearing it, like yourself in the headphones, mm -hmm. it's a process. And so in the beginning, you use the resources you have. So it may not be the exact sound you're going for, but a sound is better than no sound. Right. And so what it does is it allows people to see potential in you. And so, hey, I think that's dope. Let's try it this way. Let's try this this way. And so you come out with a dope project. So shout out to me who did that. He's the one that um produced the um, song Dripping for me. He heard my first single, Say Yes, hit me up. And um, so it took a while for us to get together, but we did. And uh, um, he sat there in, the, in his studio.
people you date, whatever, and how those relationships and those hard times in life have molded you to the person you are at this point in time today. Mm-hmm. You don't know with the, with the um, sum total of all our experiences. So it's not just, it's, you're more made in your bad experiences than your good experiences. There's nothing to really be learned from a good experience. You can learn from it, but most people don't. Right. So for example, you take a test and you get the answer right. You're not going to try to figure out whether you got it right because you actually knew it mm-hmm. or because you kept it. Mm-hmm. What you're going to look at is what you got wrong. Right. And so like, so people have a tendency to learn from men, they learn from losses more than anything. So it talked about, you know, my relationship with my dad. It spoke of my relationship with the church and the people inside the church mm-hmm. so, and how they hold me into the person that I have become the way I see life okay okay so if y'all and it wanna... can be found on Amazon so uh, <laughs> on Amazon Prime you can also find like for hard copy as well see the words right out of my mouth <laughs> hey. and y'all I'm gonna go ahead and post a picture of the book along with everything else so y'all can see because you know i'm a visual person i need to see so i can go to my audible and go ahead and click on that and y'all this man is so talented like you know what i keep on saying i had a conversation with my friend and i was like during 2020 this year stopped the world and if you are blessed to still be on this side of the dirt, then you have to find some type of talent or do something productive with your life. And if you didn't, then what are you doing? You know? Right. Some people just needed to take a break because we're too busy. That is That's true. One thing. It's, it's okay to not do it. Sometimes you need a break. For me, it allowed me the chance to get back to build a stronger and better foundation. Mm-hmm. So I'd actually started taking piano lessons prior to COVID. I was off for a little bit and I found someone to help me virtually mm-hmm. as well as the voice coach. So I'm getting back to this at the beginning because when it's all said and done, I want to be recognized as a legitimate artist. Right. Um, not just somebody who sings, but an artist who takes his craft very seriously. Very seriously. So that's who I want to be recognized as. I want to be up there in terms of some of the big names. Well, whether I get there or not, it doesn't really matter to me because it's more about input with me. It's all about what I'm doing to make my craft better, not necessarily how many listeners I get because I feel like if you do the right thing and become dope enough, mm-hmm. that people will be drawn to you. Exactly. So instead of focusing on the numbers, I'm focusing on what I can't control and that's how I develop myself. Exactly. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> Shoot. Mm-hmm. And. 